Hey, this is Joey. And this is Austin. You're listening to Dark Sign Hero. Today we'll be talking about our favorite game and game series of all time. Austin, I'm ready when you are. Let's do it. Joey, Joey, Joey. How you doing, man? Austin, my man. I'm doing good. How about you? I am doing awesome, man. So originally, you know, you know, we wanted to talk about Starfield, but I think we could possibly push that to the next episode. I think that'd be a good idea. Um, just give, give it, it time to time. settle. Yeah, give it time for at least for me to get a little bit of gameplay done on it because I'm wanting to get that game and just so, try it out. And see so you how are going to start playing it though, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It might be a few weeks out for me, but I am excited to start playing. I don't know why people are so against it right now, but I think it's uh, mm-hmm. Alexis, or maybe it was Emily, but uh, somebody at work said that they think it's because the people who are detracting it or putting negative spins on it is because they have never played a Bethesda game before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe. So you... I know. I also heard that people were probably trying to i guess like hold back their thoughts on it just because it's bethesda's first game in such a long time that's probably that true they're probably just i don't know i some people are just so i don't know i get it like they don't want to hurt like other people's feelings or i guess the developers feelings on like what their real thoughts are on it but i don't know like it's good you know to share like your opinions and share how you feel about the game because yeah we certainly help other people yeah I'm I'm still wanting to play it because it's it looks really good and just from the that super long gameplay trailer that came out like right before I guess yeah. not right before but before the game launched it looked yep. really good so yep that was a good one yeah anyway today uh, are you cool if we talk about our favorite game or game series of all time yeah then That's... let's do it you go so first Joey sounds a lot of fun you go okay. first yeah so. For me, my all-time favorite game series would have to be the Arkham games. The Batman games. Mm-hmm. Batman Arkham Asylum was the first one that came out in 2009. And then we had Arkham City, which came out two years later in 2011. And then the third one, which was a prequel, but it's still part of the, of the Arkham game trilogy, is Arkham Origins. What about and Arkham Knight? Where does that fall into it? Arkham Knight's the last game that came out in 2015, 2016. Is that part of the trilogy or not really? Yes. Yeah, so that is the sequel. So this is why it gets a little confusing. It's because, so yeah, we did have Arkham Origins come, come out in the middle of, in between Arkham City and Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. But again, Arkham Origins was the prequel to like all three. Those three. Oh, Arkham, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, Arkham Asylum. Yeah. So Arkham Knight so, was the sequel to Arkham City. Mm-hmm, yeah. I see, gotcha. So it's actually a quadrilogy, not a trilogy. Yes. So Very four, interesting. Or four game. Uh, I series. have to respect that pick, man. That is a very, very good pick. Sadly, mm-hmm. I can't speak to the whole series because I've only played and beat the first game, Arkham Asylum, which I loved. I love that game. Mm-hmm. Does it progressively get better? Like, would you say Arkham oh, City is better than than Asylum, and would then would you say Origins I, is better? You know, so on. So, so forth. since you know, of course, you know, I'm a huge, huge Batman fan. So, of yes. course, I would say that I like all of them. Uh-huh. But I would have to say that 
with a lot of people that have to say that Arkham City did outdo it, like outdo Arkham Asylum. Like the the developers at Rocksteady did a really great job on that game, and then of course Arkham Origins, who was developed by WB Games Montreal, a different gaming studio, they came uh-huh. out with theirs, and then we had Rocksteady come back and finish the cap the the, the Arkham quadri- trilogy, the quadrilogy, quad- yeah, um, with Arkham Knight, which did end that story. Interesting. But so would you I, say I they still... progressively got better, or is there one that's that's just the best out of all of them? So I would say that I still I still do like Arkham Knight, but I would say that Arkham City is the best one out of all of them. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So two was the just, peak. Yep. Interesting. I yeah, that's man. It's like when because obviously you know with when Arkham Asylum came out, it was a I felt like it was a huge deal because it mm-hmm. was a game that no one else had like has made before, like before that, something yeah. like that. No, I remember the hype, um, man. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And it was a good and game too. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a lot of like I. I feel like it surprised a lot of people at how good it was, just because of the the combat system and the you know being able to go and collect all the Riddler trophies and find all these cool things um, when you go and just go and run around the map and just yeah. play through the game. And even the strategy and, of every area, like you had to really mm-hmm. like be Batman. You had to, to think. Yeah, it made you feel like you were being Batman because of also again the gadgets that you had with the game mm-hmm. or in the game. Awesome. Yeah, and then of course, you know, take that, take what you what they did well in Arkham Origins, and then they implemented and improved upon it in Arkham City, which was a bigger map because it was a city in Gotham, and like it was a prison city, so it was yeah obviously not as big as a world as Arkham Knight, but it was still bigger than Arkham Asylum. So take what hap- what they did in the beginning with Arkham Asylum and City just top that times ten. Mm-hmm. All right, nice. Yeah. Very cool, yeah. man. So how yeah. old were you when uh, the first game came out? I was. Let's see. I want to say like fourteen, fifteen, fourteen. Yeah, I think yeah, I, was, I think it was fourteen. I think, I think it was thirteen when it came out. Actually, mm-hmm. pretty similar. Yeah, it was cool. It was weird, though, because a lot of hype leading up to it, it wasn't actual hype. It was, like, cautious optimism, but it wasn't, Mm -hmm. like, full-on hype because a lot of the gaming uh, journals and editorial staff, they were kind of like, yeah, it's a Batman game. We're not expecting much. And then it released, and it took the world by storm, man. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I had fun. Yeah, because, again, like, there was, like... A game like that, a Batman game like Arkham Asylum, hadn't been done before. And so yeah. I could definitely understand people's kind of like, I guess like... Trepidation. Just being careful and yeah. off, like kind of a little skeptical about how the game would be, you know? Yeah. How it would play for them. I think so. if my memory serves me, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that that game was the signifier of um, the end of the like movie ip direct to game so like before mm-hmm. arkham asylum there was always like a, a a game tie-in to the big movies the blockbusters there was yeah there was aragon all the harry potter games for each movie the lord of the rings games um things mm-hmm. like that and but i think uh everyone was kind of expecting 
the Arkham Asylum to be like this, just just tie like in. a move, like a tie-in to the Dark Knight, you know. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. It did its completely own thing, which kind yeah. of paved the way for the rest of the industry. Like the latest thing right now, I think, is like the Spider-Man games. It's doing its own thing. It's not related to the the movies at all, you know. Yeah. I think so. That was a big big shift for the industry to have a a like a movie slash comic ip but the game is its own thing you know so i think that was, mm-hmm. that was a big deal i if i'm like correct me if i'm wrong but there was the, you know the batman begins game that was on oh it came right. out for the yep. xbox for I, the very P- first and xbox PS2, right and ps2 yep because it was it was uh you know like you said it was a it was a movie time yeah it was a movie time game and i remember I remember that, and so that came out, and then, you know, of course, a few years later with, or I guess like four years later, yeah, Arkham Asylum comes out, and yeah, yeah and again, people were probably expecting it to be a tie-in with The Dark Knight Arkham, or something. Yeah, the Dark Knight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, that's awesome, man. So what yeah. would you rate it? If this is your greatest game of all time, what would you rate the series on a scale of 1 to 10? I would probably give it like an eight, I would give it an eight out of ten. An eight? How does an that make eight. sense? If it's your favorite of all time, it should be a ten. Hey. <laughs> so, so like, okay, don't get me wrong. Like, it is my favorite game of like my favorite game series of all time. Okay, but I don't know. Just feeling with you know, just seeing how you know, I did like the last game, Arkham, Arkham Knight, but uh-huh. it just didn't. I don't know. It just didn't really hit like the mark with like how like the like if, how fun the second one was, how Arkham yeah. City was. So you're and... giving the rating based on just the games themselves. Yes. Okay. So that makes so, sense. Yeah, because like as a whole, like it's still like it's a strong, it's a still a strong, um, game like game quad. What'd you say? Quadrilogy. Quadrilogy. Yeah. Quadrilogy. But you know they and I would say that um, Arkham Origins is a underrated game because i like i said i feel like a lot of people don't like it or don't view it as part of that as part of those games but it is it's yeah it's still part of the those batman games but interesting yeah i mean if i have to be honest like i would say like don't get me wrong i do like batman but i would say like if i had to be if i had like to give my honest opinion yeah yeah, it would have to be like an eight, eight out of ten. So. Gotcha. Because I know you rated Tears, like... of the, Tears of the Kingdom a ten, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that was for different reasons. You know, I definitely, you know, I would give that game a ten. Yeah. But you know, that's still that's still like we don't know what Nintendo's planning to do after Tears of the Kingdom just yet. So that's but... true. All we know is that they're working on the new Zelda game right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sadly, they're not working on any. DLC for the game they're going to push for a new game so yeah but no yeah DLC. yeah it's like don't get me wrong I do I do love those games but yeah I gotta be if I had to be honest it would be like an 8 out of 10 for me so well at least you're honest that's cool man yeah well so. my game that I am going to pick is Dark Souls the Dark Souls series nice um specifically if i had to really focus in and pick just one i would pick dark souls 3 as my favorite mm-hmm. game of all time for a lot of reasons the game itself is pretty much perfection however it also was there for me at a pretty rough time in my life 
And you mm-hmm. can even like, this is not a, just a one-off occurrence with me. A lot of people have gone through this, like they call it dark souls therapy. Basically mm-hmm. life hits you with some, you know, some shit and you're dealing with it and somehow or some way or another dark Souls shows up in your life and you just start playing it. And through the process of failing, failing, failing and dying, dying, dying again and again, um, but not giving up and eventually going on to beat all the bosses and eventually beat the game, there's something that like is really therapeutic about the Soul series. It's just very, it's very cathartic to, to play those games. And for me, that, that happened when I was like... Uh, just having a lot of family issues and job wasn't, my work wasn't going so well. And, and then Dark Souls 3 hits in 2016. And I, it wasn't my first Souls experience, but it was the first one that I beat, like I committed to. Mm-hmm. And um, it changed my life, man. It was, I, I felt like I could do, go out into the world and do things. Because when you say and personally know that you have done it, that you have beat a Souls game, you honestly have like this confidence that is slight but it's still very strong and you can and they, just go out into the world and do things and yeah. yeah but that sense of you know accomplish accomplishment and uh just confidence that transfers into the real world into exactly your life. yeah that's exactly right so yeah, Dark Souls Three would probably be my favorite uh, game of all time. It's also a big reason why nice. we named our podcast Dark Sun Hero. That's half the title, basically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's my favorite. Would, uh, also, the game say, is what I was gonna say. Would you say that a lot of other players that have played the Dark Souls games would they pick number three as their favorite, or is it just like for um, you personally that's your favorite? A lot of people would pick the first game as their favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. Very few people would pick the second. They're okay. all good. Second one is the weakest, but for a good chunk of the community, they would say three was the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's kind of split. I bet it's I bet it's kind of I don't know fifty fifty between Dark Souls one and and three. Um, okay. I don't know. It's. It it depends who you're talking to. Like um, a friend of mine, Brayden, his is also Dark Souls three. If he had to pick one between the Souls games, so mm. I mean, and I know a few people who also prefer Dark Souls three over the other two. So yeah, it's it it just depends who you're talking to. But you will run into people that are are Dark Souls one purists, and mm-hmm. they're a little annoying sometimes because they think that the first game. <laughs> was the best but then if you argue right. the game that came before which was demon souls was the first mm-hmm. one then then i don't know they, they just don't listen to you. it's weird i don't know there's a lot of drama in the, in the community but for me okay. personally i'm just standing by dark souls 3 just not only because it's a great game which it is but also just because where it was and what it was for me at the time in my life so yeah it's a great game it's uh it's hard though I recommend people play it if you want to get some sort of confidence that you don't that you're lacking in your life because it'll give that to you as long as you persevere and stick through it, you know. Yeah. So, but it's That's tough cool. and a lot of people they like to game casually and Dark Souls is not a casual game. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a reason that that the saying has popped up like, "Oh, it's the souls of 
of video games or it's the souls of card games you know like it's a saying now that's like embedded in our culture and that's mm-hmm. just because the souls games are tough you know it's it's very much and i've compared it to like playing an instrument it's very very similar so like when you pick up let's say a flute or a trumpet you're going to need to practice a lot lots of time right. goes into it and in relation to the game that would be dying a lot that would be learning from your mistakes It'd be trying again and again and again and eventually you'll start to inch your way through the game and about halfway through the game you'll be so much more skilled than you were at the beginning and if you take a break and go back to the start of the game um, that was so tough to you in the beginning you're gonna find that it's easy but the difficulty hasn't changed because there is no difficulty selection into the game. It's just one standard difficulty, you know? Mm-hmm. And you'll realize, wow, holy crap, I've I've personally have gotten better at this skill. And so it's just like an instrument. So you have to perform your music to an audience. And that could be streaming for Twitch or even just performing for yourself. Seeing if you can beat this boss without getting hit. Seeing if you can beat the boss without dying. Um or even just beat the boss at all, you know, that's the first step. And it's just practice, 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 and eventually you become very skilled and it gives you this sense of confidence. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, it's, uh, it's a very good game. It's also very lore-dense. Like, if you start to get into the Soul series, they're all like this, um, including Elden Ring. The lore in the game is not given to you like a normal story, like in any other game, like God of War or Spider-Man or really anything, even a Bethesda game, the Souls games don't really have a coherent story. All you know is that you're in a world and there's monsters trying to kill you and you have to just go forward. And if you're looking for like a good story-driven game just in the gameplay, you're not going to find it. But there is a story behind the scenes, and that's like going on to YouTube and watching a, a YouTuber named Vatividia. There's a few others that do like deep lore dives that like they basically they're so good at the game that the only thing left for them to enjoy about the Souls games is to basically figure out the secrets of the game, like the story behind mm-hmm. the game. And so they clear out uh, like an area of enemies, like let's say it's a, a, a forest or something. And the game is so detailed um, from the developers and director that the world itself is the story. And so they basically kill all the enemies so they're not not worried about getting attacked. And they just look at how this cross is broken here and and this other one is, is on the floor over here. Oh, and look, there's a dead body here. Oh, and look, this item that you pick up is like a, it's like a potion or a sword. And, and then they connect the dots and say, okay, so something must have happened here where they were fighting and knocked a crossover and then they died. And so things like that, it's, it's environmental storytelling and it's, it's through the whole entire game. And so if, if you want it, you can figure out the story of, of this world and what's going on. But I do recommend if you're getting started just to watch some YouTube videos to get, get the hang of it. But it's very, very, very deep. And for a lot of people, once they beat the game a hundred times, you know, and it's no longer a challenge, the fun of it is figuring out the lore, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's a definite experience that is unlike any other. Well, that's... Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I mean, definitely... I was kind of wondering, like, how, like, 
people that you know do complete the game fully and you know have beaten it mm-hmm. multiple times like how do they figure out you know the story of a game like that or the lore because i'm like do they yeah. figure it out from like talking to developers or do they just go through the game and just look at like what's inside certain areas yeah they just, just look at the environment and where items are there are a couple not a couple, but probably a dozen or so NPCs that actually do talk to you and give you a little bit of direction. Okay. But the first time through, you have no clue what they're really talking about. You're just you just want to kill stuff and get through you're the just, game. Yeah, you're just wanting to just try and beat it. Yeah, basically, and especially for hmm. like uh, first time players, if they do end up beating the game, you're gonna mm-hmm. be left with a feeling of kind of what did I just experience? Like what just happened? Why? Why is this world so messed up? You know, what was I even mm-hmm. doing? What was the point of all this? And there nice. is a little bit of direction with with a few NPCs, but it's nothing like a Skyrim game or a Fallout game or really anything because there is no quest markers. Um, mm-hmm. There's no dialogue trees. There's no um, like journal to keep track of quests. There are mm-hmm. quests, but they're done in a very subtle way, so you can easily miss them. It's mm-hmm. just really like it's an experience. If you start to get into Souls games, it might just end up taking over your life. And there is a sad, um, what's the term? A sad, like effect or like result from playing these games. And it's that nothing can quite live up to playing a Souls game. Like, all these games that come out that are pretty mainstream and um, pretty classical in their gameplay, game design, they're very, um, mm-hmm. well, they're just not deep. They're, they're, there's something missing that, that the Souls games have. And sometimes, like, once you play them, a lot of games that used to be your favorite games aren't no longer because Dark Souls or whatever is your favorite and you'll always wish that you could go back to, like, I don't know, like Batman or Arkham Asylum, the Spider-Man games, Bethesda games, CD Projekt Red games. And you'll always wish that it was as good as the Souls games. Because after you get into it seriously and realize how fun they are and how there's nothing else like them, other games just can't really compare. It's kind of it's kind of a sad effect. Hmm. Yeah. I I can understand that, especially you know a lot of, I guess you know, RPGs, you know they just you know there are some really good ones out there, but I can yeah I can understand where they're don't go a lot of into like the lore of the game where there's just no lore at all, so it's just like oh yeah you're just playing through and just you know killing enemies and just playing through this very I guess like things i guess like story yeah and yeah, like they just like, like the develop like some developers just want you to just you know just run through and just complete the game or you yeah. know I, yeah. I don't know it's just kind of but, a lot of games are surface level and also yeah. the combat is just so polished in in the souls games it's just nothing i've never to this day Unless it's another From Software game, which are the people that make Souls games. Um, I've never to this day experienced combat quite as fluid, precise, and fun as a, as a Souls game. I just haven't. Mm-hmm. There's just 
they have figured out some sort of magic developer secret to make combat so perfect, basically. And that doesn't mean mm-hmm. easy because it's tough, but it's it's so fair, it's so accurate in its combat that you know that if you die, it's because it's you made a mistake. It wasn't because right. it was glitched or because of a hitbox was messed up. It's because you messed up. And a lot of games uh, don't have that that quality. Sometimes it is the game's fault, you know, like they didn't they didn't code the combat properly, or maybe it's because it's not designed in a good way and it just feels mushy or floaty. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of games that are there's still good games. A lot of games do that. Like the one that comes to mind is like um, like CD Projekt Red's uh, Witcher or even Cyberpunk. The combat mm-hmm. feels, and this is just my personal opinion. A lot of people would disagree, but I've I've felt that it's kind of floaty. Like there's not much impact and. You don't really have to like think it through or really time your attacks perfectly. You just kind of mash click and they die, you know. And a lot mm-hmm. of games are like that. The Skyrim Oblivion games are like that. Um, Spider-Man to a certain extent is kind of like that because I think that a lot of times I know I did a combo perfectly, but it's not registering, you know. But with mm-hmm. from software's games, it's never ever ever like that. What you put in, what you, what the attack you put or give to the game is exactly what it does. The combo you want to do, if you execute it, will happen. And I've just never seen games match up to that level of of combat polish, you know? So, anyway. Yeah. So that that is my favorite game of all time. Probably Dark Souls 3. Thanks for listening to Dark Sign Hero. Next week, we'll be talking about Starfield. Thanks for listening, everybody. Donzo!